All right, Snack Attack crew, assemble. Feeling that mid-afternoon slump? Need a protein boost that doesn't involve boring protein bars? Well, let me introduce y'all to my new favorite obsession, wonderful pistachios. Y'all, these little green guys aren't just your average nut. They're protein powerhouses, packing a whopping six grams per ounce. That's over 10% of your daily value. And here's a confession. I used to be a cracker. You know, the kind of girl who enjoys the satisfying pop of opening each one. But let's be honest, sometimes convenience is king. And that's where their no-shell options comes in perfect for on-the-go snacking. Plus, they come in flavors like chili roasted and sea salt and vinegar. So there's something for everyone, even the picky gals. But here's the kicker. Wonderful pistachios are a complete protein, meaning they have all nine essential amino acids your body needs. So next time you're feeling sluggish, ditch the sugary treats and grab a handful of these green gems. I promise y'all they will keep you fueled and feeling your best, whether you're conquering carpool duties or crushing deadlines. And seriously, these are my go-to snack. I keep a bag in my purse. I keep one at the office. I even stash a few on the side of my bed for those late night cravings. This year, I want you to treat yourself to something delicious and good for you. So head over to wonderfulpistachios.com and explore their amazing flavors and sizes. Trust me, your taste buds and your body will thank you. Ladies, let's talk real talk here. You probably have days when the PMS has you feeling like you could eat anything in sight. My goodness, the cravings and the general discomfort. Well, say goodbye to those days with Hormone Harmony from Happy Mammoth. Let's dive into why Hormone Harmony is not just another supplement, but a true game changer. First off, it's not just a trend. It's a phenomenon. Social media is buzzing with women singing praises about Hormone Harmony. In fact, a bottle flies off the shelves every 24 seconds. Can y'all believe that? Now let's talk about Happy Mammoth, the brilliant minds behind this wonderful product. They're all about making your life easier, and that means no compromises on quality. They've meticulously crafted Hormone Harmony using only science-backed ingredients proven to work wonders for women like us. But here's my favorite part. Hormone Harmony contains adaptogens, nature's little miracle workers. These herbal extracts help your body adapt to life stressors, especially those pesky hormonal changes that can throw us off balance. And here's the kicker. Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. It's your secret weapon against those hormonal imbalances that can wreak havoc on your life. From hot flashes and night sweats to racing thoughts and low moods, Hormone Harmony has got your back. And yes, it even tackles the occasional bloat and that not tonight boo feeling. <laughs> the real benefit here, the real win, feeling like yourself again. That's why countless women are raving about it in over 17,000 glowing reviews. We love a verified product, honey. Now here's your chance to experience the magic firsthand. For a limited time, you can get a fabulous 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code BRAVADO at checkout. So what are you waiting for, homegirl? Say hello to balanced hormones and goodbye to those days of feeling like a roller coaster. Your journey to hormone harmony starts now. Welcome to the Black Girl Bravado podcast, your weekly fix for all things mental health and wellness. I'm Brittany. And I'm Germany. And not only are we besties, but we're your besties. You heard me right. It's homegirl vibes here. Get ready for the girls to dish the real, the raw, and the fucking funny. <laughs> 
And listen, we may drag you, but it's always in love. Let's start the show, cuties. How are y'all doing this week? I hope this week has been treating you well. Mm-hmm. I hope it's been one of the ones that have been light. Because some of them are not. Yeah. But this will surely add some light to your week. We have been sharing conversations from our Nike Talk of the Yard series where we went on an HBCU tour and had some really fulfilling conversations with HBCU alum and current students about what it is to be a change maker, how going to an HBCU has impacted their life, their careers. I mean, if I didn't regret, if I didn't already regret not going to an HBCU, I definitely did after this these conversations yeah I mean wow I can see that I mean such challenge such like you said change maker such inspiration is really coming out of the HBCU um hub out of the HBCU system baby I'm like yes they're really breeding them around here they and are I love to see it I love to chat with them and I love to just be even in the same room you know letting their greatness bounce off of me I'm like come on it definitely rubbed off I was on a high an entire week after yeah. returning and the conversation that we're going to share today was iconic for many reasons uh, y'all know we are millennial girls we used to go home after school every day and watch one of six and park mm-hmm. and um I just really had a moment of gratitude having this conversation because I was thinking, I used to watch this man on my TV, like, right. and I didn't think that, you know, I would be where I am right now, and surely didn't think I would be sitting on a stage moderating a conversation with him. So, it was really like a full circle moment yeah. for me, and so I'm I'm grateful for that. And just to put a cherry on top, the conversation really, yeah, really, you know, yeah, gave yeah, me yeah. what I needed. It was just so good. So, we spoke with Terrence J. He's a host, he's an entrepreneur, he's a businessman. He's an actor. He's an actor, an activist. A mogul. <laughs> he's, all, he's all things. He's doing so much, and um, I think when you think of somebody who's really been able to pivot and been able to adapt so well, Terrence comes to mind. So the conversation was, like you said, so fulfilling. He's so inspiring, um, so well-spoken and able to convey his message and point just in a way where you're like, oh so inspired so um this was a real goodie Terrence is a really great great person I could tell he was a good person. I could tell too and um we just had a really great time chatting with him so I think we're gonna get into it we'll get right into it and you all we'll let you all be the judge yeah hey y'all Hello, everyone. Hi, I'm Germany. And I'm Brittany. Again, we're the Black Girl Bravado Podcast. And we're going to be chatting with y'all and Terrence. <laughs> Thank you so much. Hey, Terrence, we're happy to have you today. How are you doing? I'm amazing. Thank you so much for having me. How's everybody doing? Good. Thank you, guys. So we know that you are an HBCU alum. You went to North Carolina A&T. I want to know how going to an HBCU has shaped your life, your career, and 
your being a your way of being a change maker today? So I went to uh, an HBCU in 2000, and I feel like right now HBCUs are on fire. It's super hot. Everybody is talking about HBCUs, but back then everybody looked at it like a second tier level of education. Um, for me, I had applied to a bunch of different schools, and I didn't get accepted. And an HBCU took a chance on me. When I started, I was on academic probation. By the time I graduated, I had a 3.7 GPA, I was student body president, and a member of Omega Psi Phi. The four years of being in college and that matriculation completely changed my life. And so for me, everything that I, I've done in my career, anything that I consider successful, I, I always attribute it back to my time at an HBCU. And the beauty about going to an HBCU is that even though you can only you know, go to one, you're part of a community, you're part of family. I spent so much time you know, driving the, the three hours up to Hampton to come to homecoming, you know, or going down to Atlanta, took the long drive down to FAMU, or to drive up to you know, Morgan State. Or, I mean, the, the, the beauty about what we are as a collective is when we're in school, there's a lot of competition, but when we graduate, it's all about collaboration. So I love coming here, and you know, I'm just so proud to have gone to an HBCU. Love that, love that. You um, mentioned you're a member of Omega Sci-Fi. Brittany and I are sorority sisters. We are AKAs, and when I think back to my collegiate days, hey, sorors. Um, when I think back to my own collegiate days, joining a sorority was really impactful and monumental in shaping the person that I am today. We are Lion Sisters and we wouldn't have started this podcast if we didn't know each other. So can you recall or share um, a moment or a specific experience in college that helped you become the person that you are? Yeah, I mean, so for me, um, I didn't come from a family that had, you know, a, a bunch of experience. Nobody in my family went to college. So nobody had a bunch of experience with sororities and fraternities or anything collegiate for that matter. So just to be a part of a fraternity and get that level of camaraderie and love, right? Um, my frat brother uh, is right there um, in the black sweatsuit, right? I'm the four and that's the five. And we, we came, uh, our line came out in 2004, right? So it's almost 20 years later, and he's still my business manager, and he's still super close to me in my life. And we're, we're about to celebrate our 20-year anniversary, all 13 of our LBs. There are about 11 of us that are still you know, talking strong every day, and we're about to go on a trip. So that love and that camaraderie still lasts over the course of time. The relationships that you guys will make while you're here are going to be invaluable for your life. There was a time where you came out of school and it was all about, I want to work for somebody, right? I want to be the, the president of a company or the CEO, right? Those days have changed. Now it's about owning your own company. It's about starting your own thing. There's nobody that you have to reach up to to help lift you up. The real strength is across. Yeah. It's working with each other. It's working with your sorors. It's working with your best friend. It's finding that person that's in class with you, that has the same ambition. It's finding that person at another HBCU that has that same drive and working with each other to accomplish your goals. I completely agree with that. The lateral collaboration is very important, so I'm glad you spoke on that. You also mentioned community, and we didn't attend HBCUs, but we can see glaring the 
pride in the community that you all have. How has going to an HBCU inspired you to inspire and change your community? Um, I think the core of all that you know we have to do is is about community, right? I think when I look back at myself, there was a lot more selfishness. There was a lot more, hey, I'm trying to make money. I'm trying to do this for me, right? And then it's, hey, I want to make money to take care of my family and help the people around me. And now the older you get, the more you realize the, the level of responsibility that we have to our community, the level of responsibility that we have to our planet, you know? Yeah. Like at age 40, my, my mindset is on, you know, having kids and having grandkids and leaving them with an earth that is in good shape and that's healthy and that, you know, when you look at all of the environmental issues that we're suffering, when you look at all of the, the wars and all of the, 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 the situations uh, that we're going through and the conflicts that we're, we're embarked in across the, the country, the, 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 the planet, um, when you look at the, the financial uh, status of what's been going on, um, there's so much that we have to improve upon. Um, over the last 30 days, I probably spent 20 of them speaking at universities across the country. Uh, sometimes for free, sometimes, you know, because I just want to talk to as many young people as possible. There have been so many mistakes that have been made um, in the generations before you. We've really screwed this up. And the people in this room, especially coming from an HBCU, because don't think that anybody going to Harvard or going to Yale is going to solve these problems. Like, the, the real people, we all know black women have, you know, fixed a lot of things in our country and in our world, right? And absolutely, right? Um, and for, for black women and black men, the, a lot of the core of these problems, we're going to have to come up with solutions. Yeah. And so that's why I wanted to come and speak with you guys today and just, you know, hopefully light some fires and inspire because there's so much that we have to do in community um, and us working together is such a tremendous part of that. You know, we've gone through so much from the, the over 300 years of slavery and coming across the, the passage to, you know, the, uh, from apartheid across the, 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 to in Africa to, you know, segregation, Jim Crow, civil rights, um, all of the racism that we faced, all of the Black Lives Matter, all of that. And for us now, a lot of us are first, second generation. We're coming into wealth in a different way. Our financial independence is being looked at in a different way. And it's going to be on us to work together to solve some of these problems. Yeah, it's definitely, um, we have to, like you said, work together. We get further when we're journeying alongside somebody versus just trying to do it by ourselves. So I'm really glad that you're speaking to the aspect of community. So. A lot of the millennial girlies, Brittany and I, I don't know how old y'all are, Gen Z girls, but the millennial girlies really know you from hosting BET's 106 and Park, had us in a chokehold, okay? But, but how has your role, yeah, how has your role as a prominent host allowed you to inspire and impact your community? Um, well, I, I, I hope that I've been, you know, when I first left 106 and Park um, and I started at E! News, I was, I remember I was in the elevator with Ryan Seacrest and I walked out and my, my wardrobe uh, guy at the time, my stylist, incredible individual, he was like, man, 
I really need you to come in here and kick ass. Yeah. I need them to know that you can conjugate a verb and that just because you talk in a hip-hop way doesn't mean that you can't flip it yeah. on anybody and do anything. And that really inspired me. I remember that. And from, from that, everything that I've done has always been about, okay, what can I do next that hasn't been done? Yeah. You know, when I was on 106, I, I wanted to act as well. And so I did a, you know, a movie that made $100 million at the same time of being on TV. Once I left you know, television and, and I wanted to do films and produce, I went on to win an Academy Award for a film that I produced, not just being in front of the camera, but doing things behind the camera. Yeah. After that, I, you know, I, I wanted to change the world. I, I worked with President Obama. I worked with multiple administrations. Uh, I just had the pleasure of coming to Hampton University. I brought the Vice President of the United States to talk to, to the students. Um, so it's always been about inspiring. It's all, always been about pushing the culture forward. And when I look at podcasts like, like yours, I've listened to your podcast. You guys are brilliant. And it's just, you know, the generations after are always able to take it to the next level. Yeah. So I'm so proud and excited for the things that you guys have been able to do. And I can't wait to see how, you know, you guys and, and hopefully me have inspired this generation to take what we've done and take it to the next level as well. Yeah. I love the Gen Z girlies. I'm just going to say it. As millennials, yeah. we like stand Gen Z girls. So y'all are doing y'all thing. And I want to say to you, Terrence, we really appreciate your ability to pivot and continue to like leverage who you are as a person, as a motivator, as an actor, as an activist. So watching you grow and like constantly shift and change and adapt has been just oh you know we're so inspired yeah it's definitely inspiring uh like you mentioned you wear many hats you're an actor you're a producer you're in real estate you've been a host how do you balance all of that because i know doing two things i'm like hold on let's slow down i have to get some things off my plate but how do you balance all of that you know uh college is a beautiful way to start learning those tools right Right now, I always look at it, you're on a, a tightrope walking, right? While you're in college, you have that safety net, right? So if you fall off it, you can, you know, you can bounce back. Once you get out, you have to walk that tightrope. So for me, it was all about the things that we said earlier, community and having the right support system. You are only as strong as your team. Yeah. It's always about collaboration. The way that you're able to scale business, the way that billionaires are able to become billionaires, are not because they're individually doing any one particular thing. It's all about scale. And the only way that you can scale is about working with other people. And the one thing that we as a community haven't done is work together mm -hmm. in that type of way, right? And that's what this generation is going to be able to do that our generations before hadn't been able to really do. We, we work together, obviously. Right. But this generation is going to be able to collaborate and really do some damage uh, on, on, on to the world, right? And so that, that is how I've been able to do all of the, the multiple things, is while I'm doing this right now, Fred is like doing two phone calls or doing a deal there. My team is doing this. My other business manager in Atlanta is setting up a meeting. I'm on a 3.14 p.m. flight to meet with Steve Harvey's team because we're working on some stuff that we're doing in Abu Dhabi. It's all about working with people and collaborating. And uh, that, that, that's really the core of my messaging these days is just working with each other and collaborating. All the hating, all the competition, all, the, like, all that is dead. Right now it's all about love and collaboration.
and learning when to say no and passing like the opportunities off to the next person. Like this might not be a fit for me, but I think you would be great for this. So I love that. Um, many entertainers, they use their platform for social issues. Are there any specific issues that are close, near and dear to your heart that you would like to share? And like, how do you raise awareness about those issues? Uh, my, the biggest thing for me is HBCUs. I want to get as much funding. I want to make sure our endowments you know, we are, we are putting out incredible students that are changing the world, but we don't have as many financial resources. Uh, so getting as much uh, money, get, talking to as many corporate sponsors, I'm so happy that Nike put their money where their mouth is, and they're here in a big way to support HBCUs. They've been doing some incredible work with yard runners, so I love when I see big companies doing stuff like that. The core of my messaging is, and is all about education because I feel like through education, you can fix all problems, right? There's so many different majors in this room. There are people here that are studying business, nursing, communications, and it's, it's, it's making sure that we give them the resources and the tools that they need so that everybody can go out and fix their own individual problems. So that, that's the core of my business, in addition to the planet. Like, the, this, everything happening with the planet now really, really, you know, it scares me, you yeah. know? And so all of those things are, are what I'm really passionate about right now. What I love about the HBC alumni is the access that you all allow students to have to you. Like, I wish I had that access to people who are making such a positive impact. And you shared today so far in our conversation how important it is to collaborate. If you could give just one more piece of advice to college students who are looking to make a positive impact like yourself, what would it be? One more piece of advice. Um, financial literacy. Know as much as you can about financial literacy before you graduate. I feel like when I came out of school, I knew what a parabola was, but I didn't know how to balance a checkbook. Yeah. And I've still never used a parabola. <laughs> Know what you can about financial literacy. Understand, don't let people talk about the stock market and that be intimidating as well. It's not that complicated, right? When you graduate, I want you to know what compound interest is. I want you to understand what the interest rates on home buying is. I want you to understand what your credit score is. Everybody in here knows their credit score? All right, you got it. Those exactly. things. Somebody said credit karma. Those things are going to change your life. This generation is the one. We were the, the million dollar you know, generation. We were able to stack up millions. This is the billion dollar generation. You guys are the billion dollar group, trillion dollar group, right? So learning as much about financial literacy is gonna be highly important. Yeah, love that. It's that time again. Say hello to Yard Runners 4.0. For the fourth consecutive year, we're thrilled to introduce Nike Yardrunners, dynamic change makers hailing from HBCUs nationwide, including Howard University, Tennessee State University, Prairie View A&M, Florida A&M, Southern University, Winston-Salem State University, North Carolina A&T, Hampton University, and Bowie State University. They proudly uphold their school's rich legacies, serving as beacons of inspiration and transformation. Basically, they're rewriting history and repping their school's legacies like bosses. Discover their compelling stories that started on the yard. Explore the exclusive Yard Runners inspired HBCU gear, and most importantly, ignite your inspiration. Head to Nike.com or the Nike app and grab your school or Yard Runner gear now. 
Have you ever dreamed of effortlessly conversing in another language? Whether it's for that upcoming international trip, connecting with family and friends, diving deep into a new culture, or simply adding a new skill to your repertoire, learning a new language opens up a world of opportunities. But let's face it, traditional methods like textbooks and classroom learning can be a drag. That's where Rosetta Stone comes in. As the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years, Rosetta Stone offers a revolutionary approach that truly immerses you in the language you want to learn without relying on CDs or DVDs. Picture this, you're effortlessly conversing in Spanish on the streets of Barcelona, ordering tapas like a local, or discussing the latest French designers with Parisians. So sexy, right? With Rosetta Stone's intuitive process, you'll learn naturally starting with words, then phrases, then full sentences. And with over 25 languages offered, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, and Polish, the possibilities are endless. Rosetta Stone's speech recognition technology, including the true accent feature, acts like a personal trainer for your accent, providing instant feedback on your pronunciation. Plus, with both desktop and app options available, along with offline lesson downloads and an audio companion, learning for the babe on the go has never been easier. And here's the best part. For a limited time, Rosetta Stone is offering a lifetime membership for 50% off, y'all. That's right, lifetime access to all 25 language courses for half the price. Don't miss out on this amazing deal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, BGB listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com backslash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com backslash today. Hey, bookies, we got something special for you. Are you ready to dive into a celebration of blackness that's as diverse as the experience it represents? Well, NPR has got you covered with Black Stories, Black Truths. This is a groundbreaking collection that's more than just a podcast. It's Revelation. What does black representation in media mean to you? Because to me... It's about breaking down stereotypes, challenging biases, and also showcasing the rich tapestry of black experiences. For sure. Absolutely. And Black Stories, Black Truths is the epitome of this celebration. Each episode is a living account of what it truly means to be black today. And it's told from a unique black perspective. And I feel like these aren't just stories like the narratives of joy, resilience, empowerment, and also the incredible ability to create world-shifting things out of the struggle. Seriously, you'll hear about everything from pop culture icons like Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama, to discussions on vital topics like reparations, y'all. There's really no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Have you tuned in yet? One of my favorite episodes is the one on how real self-care takes real systemic change. That's a must-listen. Yeah, I really think the hosts bring a tone that's celebratory. It's also informative and reflective, which I really can appreciate. Every episode is a journey. It offers a range of emotions and perspectives that keeps you hooked from start to finish. As soon as I turn it on, I'm like, mm. And let's not forget, Black perspectives haven't always been at the forefront of America's story. 
But now they are the story. Period. So this is not just a podcast, y'all. It's a collection of some of NPR's best episodes showcasing the brilliance and resilience of the black experience. And we know NPR is known for its commitment to diverse storytelling. But with them presenting black stories, black truths, I would say that this is NPR with the noir twist. (laughs) So what are you waiting for? Turn on NPR today and immerse yourself in a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the incredible country we reflect. And remember, stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, available wherever you get your podcast. With Mother's Day around the corner, are you thinking about a truly special gift for your mom? Let me tell you about mylifeinabook.com. It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Pretty cool, right? Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her a question via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom question you wish to ask. And then she can either type her response or record her voice. And mylifeinabook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. It's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. Imagine discovering stories about her youth, adventures, and the challenges she's overcame. This book becomes a legacy and something you and your future generations can treasure forever. Your mom's giving you a lifetime of stories. This is your chance to give her a way to share them. I'm so excited about mylifeinabook.com because I'm planning on gifting my mom with this. She's always loved reflecting on memories and sharing her stories, and I know this will be the perfect gift to capture those moments for her. The thoughts of her flipping through the pages and reliving those cherished memories brings a smile to my face already. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code BRAVADO at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code BRAVADO for 10% off today. We know that socioeconomic status, no matter where you are in the world, doesn't make you exempt from life's ebbs and flows. Like there's just hard times, dark days, and life isn't always great. So how do you manage obstacles and setbacks? And what advice do you have for anybody who might be here or listening today that might be experiencing like dark times or contrast in their journey? So I'm back on 106 in Park, right? And I had gone through one of the hardest breakups in my life, right? It was my fault, right? But a really hard breakup. The man. Accountability. At the same time, uh, somebody that I really cared about uh, died, right? So I'm dealing with a death. I'm dealing with a breakup. I'm dealing with all these things, right? And I get a phone call from Will Packer, who went to an HBCU. And he tells me that they're doing a table read for a small film that he's doing. And he asked me if I could come out for the table read because the actor that they wanted to cast in his contracts, he won't do table reads, right? So I, I didn't even know what a table read was. So I hop on the flight. I'm like, of course I'll come do your table read, bro. I fly out. I sit down at the table read. I, I'm sitting down next to this short comedian who had done a couple movies. He had done Soul Plane and a couple other things. And I'm like, oh, yo, Kevin Hart, I met you a couple times, right? So I'm sitting next to Kevin. Across from me is Gabrielle Union. Right next to Taraji P. Henson, okay. everybody's in the room, the big right? Dogs. All the big dogs in the room, right? Everybody in the room is a more seasoned, better actor than I am, right? 
in addition to the fact that I'm going through all these things in my head. But I didn't know what a table read was, so while I was on the flight, I memorized pretty much the whole script. All of my words in the scripts, I memorized all of it, right? So we're in the table read, everybody's reading off the script, and it finally gets to my first couple lines, and I'm off page. I'm just spitting <laughs> off the jokes. I'm just trying to liven up the room. Everybody's looking over, and everybody's like, okay. So we knock through the table read, and at the end of it, everybody starts clapping. They're like, okay, we got to get this. So Will calls me three days later, and he's like, hey, I got some good news for you. The actor who we really wanted uh, is too expensive, so we're not going <laughs> to pay you anything. Come do this movie. It's a great opportunity, right? I talked to some people around me, and they was like, man, if everybody else is making that type of money, you need to make that type of money. And I said, look, it's just about this opportunity. Yeah. So I said, you know what? I'm going to do the film. I don't care how much money I get paid. And I wrote a contract and said, if the movie makes any money, I'll just get paid when the movie makes money, mm -hmm. right? The movie was Think Like a Man. It was an $8 million budget. And the film went from that $8 billion budget, I mean, $8 million budget, to over $30 million made that opening weekend. Wow. And then the movie went on to make over $100 million. Wow. I looked in my mail, and I got a check for $1 million. Shut up. God is good. Yeah, he spins the block every time. He'll come back for you. During one of the hardest points in my life. That girl I broke up with was calling me like, hey, uh, <laughs> all right, what's going on? And my point in telling that story is, one, when you're going through your hardest times, it's sometimes when God will give you the best yeah. opportunities. Yeah. And you got to be willing to accept those opportunities. That's one. Two is even if you're not getting paid for an opportunity, you got to be able to recognize the opportunity and still go after it. Yeah. Don't let money completely drive your decisions. Yeah. Let your passion and your heart and your spirit drive your decisions. And three, be prepared. Yeah. Even though I was surrounded by people that were more, you know, funnier than me, more seasoned than me, taller than me, better, whatever, Michael Ely, better looking than me, whatever, <laughs> right? Is if you're prepared and you stay focused, anything can happen. Love that story. That That's was a great tea. story. Yeah. Inspiring. You, um, well, on our show, we really talk about mental health and wellness a lot. That's one of the pillars of our show, and we're really passionate about that. And we've been having those conversations more in the black community. Can you share an, an experience where you had to prioritize your mental wellness in your career and take a step back? And how, the, how did that impact what you were doing at the time? Absolutely. Um, the pandemic was really, really challenging for me. Uh, you know, I went, I, I was, I'm, I'm not a very social person, but I was always around a lot of people. And just being alone and just feeling that isolation really hit me hard. And, you know, I, I was always working. I always had an early call time. I always had some place I had to be. And I remember just being, you know, at home and then you start drinking, you start yeah. hanging out, you start doing other things you're not supposed to be doing, right? And before you know it, I, I was spiraling, you know? I was really, and this is, what, what a couple years ago, yeah. right? And I think because I was just in the habit of working so much, my whole 20s was just work, 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 30s was work, work. Now at this, you know, I'm just kinda hanging out. And I really spiraled. And I had to 
really check myself. I had to really go to therapy. I had to really read the right books and really take the time in order to reset myself to get myself back on track, you know? Um, and again, men especially, I wanna speak to, to the black men, you know, we're always told to, to be strong, toughen up, suck it up, right? We're always told not to cry. We're always told, you know, to not communicate and talk about our feelings. And all of that is in the past as well. We have to communicate. We have to be there for each other. We have to, you know, give each other strength. Um, because this is, it's a hard world, man. It's a, it's a rough world. We all face challenges at different times. It's not getting no easier out there. And mental health is the, the key ingredient. Uh, and, and once I went to therapy, I unpacked so many things that just made me a better, I, 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 I look back at who I was and I'm like, I don't even know that guy. Yeah. And I look back at, you know, things that I were, the way I acted and things that I did, and I was like, I, I don't ever want to be like that again, yeah. right? You know, I'll call ex-girlfriends, I'll be like, I'm sorry. I, you know, like. We welcome I, the apology. I look, I look back <laughs> at, you know, who I was 10 years ago, yeah. and like, I was, I was wrong, yeah. you know? My, 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 my mental intellect, the, uh, the male cerebral cortex forms a little bit later on in life. So it took us, it takes us a little longer. So ladies, I'm sorry if it takes us a little longer to catch up, but the mental health I'll work, <laughs> the mental health work is so incredibly important, yeah. you know? And um, yeah, just especially for the fellas, just make sure that you do the work, be patient with each other and, and be there to support each other, all right? I'm, I'm so glad that you mentioned therapy because it can be a little taboo in our community. Um, yesterday we were having a conversation about self-care and things like that with a lot of men in the room and it was like, self-care, what do I do for self-care? But in addition to your therapy practice, do you have any other hobbies or routines that might help you get into a better mindset? Like when things might be going you know, astray. I'll get a good mani-pedi, okay. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Nah, you know, uh, self-care is, is very important, whether it's, you know, taking an extra long shower, yeah. reading a book. Um, I've, I've fallen in love with candles, mm. right? And just having good, you know, scents around my, my home yeah. and just, you know, when I walk in, uh, just making sure things smell properly. Um, you know, animals are great, right? Yeah. Animals are very therapeutic. Um, my, my dog has saved my life a lot of times, you know? Any challenges from the day I know, I come home, he don't care what's yeah. going on, what deal is going He just, want, he's like, look, it's time. Yeah. Where's my turkey treats? And I, <laughs> you know, and so whatever, whatever it is for you, um, audio books, man, I, I wish I had audio books when I was in college, mm -hmm. you know? For, for, for dirt cheap, you can just download an audio book and take yourself out of the zone. And there's so many books that you can read that will, will help you. And, and, and not even, it doesn't even have to be super therapeutic books. You can read books like The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck or, you know, Atomic Habits or, you know, or Four Agreements and just help yourself escape, you know. But whatever it is, whether you want to get a massage, whether you want to, you know, you know, all of that stuff, or just reading books, or even going and hooping. Yeah. Anything that you can do to get your mind off the stress of the world, make sure you take that time for you, recalibrate, because the more time you invest in yourself and your mental health, 
you're going to be able to be more productive and get to the bag in whatever ways you want to do it. Very important. I love that you mentioned both things that cost, but also the things that are free, because a lot of the time we think that we have to pay for self-care, mm -hmm. but being able to just pick up a book or you all have a beautiful campus that you can walk around while you're listening to that audio book, real cheat code right there. Another cheat code. He mentioned audio books for dirt cheap. Download the Libby app. That has like a, your local books library in your phone. You can download any book you want, fiction, nonfiction, whatever it is. Libby, the Libby yeah, app. Cheat code. So Terrence, what I love about you is your transparency and your willingness to share. But for those that are here or listening that may be dealing with mental health issues that they don't feel like they're in a space to openly discuss, what advice would you give to them? Well, there's, there's always help, right? There's always somebody that has gone through what you've gone through. There's always some, there's no problem that anybody has in here that somebody else hasn't already faced. There's no challenge that anybody has gone through in this room that somebody hasn't already had to endure. My mom had me when she was 17. I grew up on welfare. I've never met my real father to this day. I've gone through all types of things. I woke up one day, my skin was messed up. I had vitiligo. I, you know, my dad right now, my, my stepdad right now um, is currently in the hospital with a pulmonary heart failure. Um, and I'm going to visit him when I leave, right? Anybody in here going through family challenges, financial challenges, stress challenges, there's somebody on campus that can say the same testimonies, right? And so, like, the biggest, the biggest hurdle that we have is asking for help. The biggest obstacle that we have is ourselves. There's so many people that can talk to us. There's so many people that can give us that guidance, that give us that strength and we have to lean on each other, right? All of the things that I've gone through make me a really strong dude today. And whenever anything happens, I'm not like folding and running and like, I'm like, okay, we have to attack this problem the way it is. And if you gotta cry, you gotta cry, but life is not easy. And I think the biggest thing is just knowing that all of us are going through it, right? Everybody is going through the bullshit, right? And it don't matter how many millions you have, how many mansions you have, how many cars, what they look like on social media. Don't look at social media and think somebody is living some kind of better life than you, right? I live in a mansion, but I still got to fly to Rocky Mountain, North Carolina and go to the hospital and help my dad out, right? Yeah. And it doesn't matter how much money you make, certain things in life, you're not going to be able to buy your way out of it. Right. And so I just come to and I, I always tell my testimony just to let anybody in here know is that it, you don't have to compartmentalize these things. Right. You can go through the struggle. You can go through the hardship. You can go through all of those tough times and you can still get to the bag, educate yourself, change your life, change your community. You can do those things simultaneously. And I think the biggest thing, the biggest thing that's helped me is talking to other people and asking them for help. And the more I reach out to people, you'll realize people want to talk to you and help you. And whenever I go through something hard, I pick up the phone, I call certain people, we'll have hour-long conversations. I have a therapist and I have mentors. And I'll reach out to any of them and then they'll, you know, we'll recalibrate and then we'll get right back to it. 
Terrence, you dropped a lot of gems, and we're so grateful that you joined us today to have this conversation about being a change maker. We want to just say thank you and that we're standing behind you as you continue to do your thing in the world and be everything that you're supposed to be. So thank you for joining us today. Yes, thank you so much. Yeah. I am so uh, proud, like I said earlier, and I'm so, I feel so privileged to be on your show. So thank you guys so much for having me. Thank, thank you. you. Thank, thank you, Hampton, for having me. Well, 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 <laughs> well, 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 like I said, that's going to be an interview that is going to be a core memory for me. Yeah, for sure. Top, top five in an A5. Yeah, that's going to be a core memory. I just really enjoyed the conversation. I enjoyed the perspective and the insight that Taryn shared. And I enjoyed the energy that was just in the room. Mm. You know, it was really, really such a good experience. So I hope you all got a piece of what we felt conducting the conversation and just being in the energy hopefully you have something that you can take away and share with one of your people yeah and share with to keep it for yourself lock it in your heart yeah because i just feel like the messaging and the you know everything that's being shared is so valuable and we have to find a way to really latch on to what it is that our elders and people who've gone before us and who are experienced are sharing so that we don't make the same mistakes and we learn how to like you know get the game we really have to pick up game so Thank you so much to Terrence and just all of the change makers that we're talking to. It's just been a beautiful experience. This was great. Shout out to all the HBCUs. Yeah. I will be back for homecoming. We will be back for homecoming. We will be back for homecoming. We hope you all have enjoyed these conversations. And yeah. thank you, Nike, for doing what you're doing. Period. See y'all soon.